Special guest today, Jay Marino. Hello. High school teacher, my friend, longtime college roommate. And the reason he's here is he teaches the criminal law class at Wayne Central, something that we uh, looked at for a number of years. There was a prior teacher who taught the class who I used to go and, and talk to every year. And she retired, told Jay that if he got the class and taught the elective class that I would help him. And I don't know how much I helped him, probably a little. And you did. You um, did. so tell us a little bit just about your experience as a teacher, Jay. We'll start with Are that. we talking about where? Wayne Central? Yeah. Did yeah. you say okay. I said Wayne Central. Oh, I think you did. Yeah. Uh, so you teaching uh, in general, I've been been teaching at Wayne since two thousand and four and been pretty much over my 20, almost 18 years I've taught world history, modern world history, old world history, government, econ. We have a program called International Baccalaureate. So we talk, I do in-depth World War One, World War Two, And then the opportunity to teach this came up. So I was like, this is great. You know, criminal law is something I would like to teach. And you and I had talked about what we could do to change it, make it better, do things a little bit different. So this was... Last year was the first year. Yeah, and it's a place that's really important to me and, and to Jerry, also another one of our lawyers here. We grew up at Wayne Central. We went to Wayne Central. Jay went to Wayne Central. We played sports together. And we've done different things in, at Wayne and Wayne County. Uh, how do we get back? And it, it was just a wonderful place for us to grow up and, and learn and kind of set the stage for everything that we do now. So it's really a lot of fun for us to go back and talk to the kids who grew up kind of the same way that we did and talk to them about what we know about, which is law. Yeah. No, and they love it. They love when you guys come out. They've, uh, you know, what we've done this year, having different guest speakers in, having anything from you and Jerry coming out to some different district attorneys to some judges. Um, the kids like every, every experience as much as the next just, to hear from people who are actually in the field doing their jobs as opposed to just reading about it, learning about it, seeing a video about it. So it gives them a great real experience. What do they learn in this class and how in depth do you go? So that's actually part of what I'm working on right now is we, I took it over as a, it was a business class. So it was more of like a careers in criminal law okay. with some criminal law ideas mixed in. Um, now that I've kind of gone through my one-year trial of doing the course, I'm going to change it more to be more criminal law ideas, criminal law basics, kind of giving the students some more stuff that I've gotten feedback from them that they like to do and want to do. So some stuff, maybe some some mock trials, maybe some actual, you know, looking at laws and talking about things that might be a little bit more interesting and more in-depth for them. So right now it's very basic. Yeah. So is it something like they learn what a felony is versus a misdemeanor? And then do you look into different types of cases, like famous cases that were going we on? We do some. Or? Like, we do definitely do the felony versus misdemeanor. We go through and talk about, like, hundreds of different laws people can break and what they can go to jail for and the differences between those. And, you know, one of the things Bob always said was, when I come in, make sure, you know, I've got in before, but I want to make sure they know the basics. You know, when I talk, talk about terms, let's make sure. So I make sure they, they know what's going on in the beginning. Right. And then we talk about some of the big ones that they would know, like O.J. Simpson. Okay. You know, everybody knows OJ Simpson case, even my students that are 17 years old now. Um, 
So we talk about that. Anything that's in the news that comes up that's kind of a big case, we can talk about that a little bit. But the actual, the end thing that they usually do for their final is a, they choose any criminal. So it could be any wake of law that they that they broke and they look into them and then they do presentations on what they did, what their prison sentence was, what their court case was all about, and they go through that. So Nice. I bet you when... Bob comes in, do they ask, like, how do I not get caught if I do this or that? <laughs> I, I think we've been to, I've probably been there 10 times, um, yeah. 10 years almost. The number one question we get is, have you ever represented somebody who's guilty? And uh, <laughs> you know the answer to that. Yep. We have, and, uh, we're happy to represent people and make sure they're treated fairly. Yeah, and that's, they, they like, they're interesting. You know, I try to, I try to, Tell him before Bob comes for the first time. You know, here's some things that he does, and we go on the website and show him around a little bit and kind of see this is what his law firm does and tell him obviously a little bit about you know how he got there. And the, the students really do like when they come out to be able to just ask anything. And him and Jerry have both been very open about, ask us whatever. Right. And, you know, they're high school kids, so they always all, always want to know. How much, how much weed is legal? <laughs> yeah, those things. Or how much do you make? And how much do you do this? And how? And it's like, I try to tell them. It's, you don't, don't always ask those things, but so let's okay. talk about yeah. you taking over the So you take over this class. Yep. And from your perspective as an educator, as a teacher, what's your goal for these people? I know you talked about, but just take us through. You, you took the class over. What did you do from square one? So my goal with these, with it being more just an introduction class, is trying to get them to get the basics. I mean, I, I probably say a hundred times throughout the course of the year that the field of criminal law is so giant that you know we we talk about what you could do, different professions, different aspects of it, and really anything from the basics of vocabulary of like we said, misdemeanor versus felonies. We go through the court process from arrest to appeal, so that they realize what what that's like well, investigations we talk yep. about search yep. and seizure yep um, yeah so i start with the basics of just saying here's like a you know eight step procedure from from arrest to court to appeal if you can and and they kind of go through that and then from there we kind of touch back on that and touch on the different processes throughout it um i feel like even adding something like probation and parole or um like the advocate centers and yeah. advocacy centers and things like just, that, that why don't you just run play? through the people that you had come well, talk to your classes this year because yeah. this this list <laughs> is incredible well and it, the fact that we take a trip down to wayne county so with like the probation piece we go down there and when we're down to wayne county for courts we see the probation officer we see the the different people who can do different aspects of anything down there really like child care helping and with, with anybody who's in and out of in a judge and out of jail so they we've they've seen a lot of people on top of our guest speakers but to go back to what bob said so who have we had we started i mean think about the last fall and probably being the craziest year to try to even start doing this with covid so trying to get people to come in as guest speakers and and you know in schools we still had to different qualifications but bob was our first guy to come in from there we had um Mike Dollinger. Yep, County Court, Monroe County Court Judge, Mike yep. Dollinger. Um, Pittsburgh Town Court, Mike. Mike and Saldi. Saldi. We had, um, I had a DEC officer, actually, Jeffrey Younglove, who came out. Uh, we had Jen Morales. She came out both semesters. 
Uh, former RPD narcotics investigator, yep, private investigator. Three times between the two semesters. Um, and she was a she was a student favorite. She comes out and gives some great stories and kind of tells them a little bit about what she does, and they they really enjoy that. Uh, we had Jerry come out this year. We've had I've had the Wayne County District Attorney. He's came out. Mike Calerico. Mike Calerico. We've had the Yates County District Attorney actually just came out. Todd Casella. So he was out here this last semester. Um, Todd Casella, Wayne graduate. Yep, no, uh, Wayne grad. Right now, the youngest elected DA in New York State, I believe. Yep. Uh, and he just was done with a very high-profile case that he was working on. So. Yeah, Todd's a friend of ours. He's a really hard worker. He takes cases, they call them special prosecutor cases, where he goes to other counties if there's a conflict of interest, and he's done it in a number of different counties. The guy's got a incredible, incredible work ethic. Yeah. yeah, the kids liked him. He seemed, he was very relatable to the kids and they really, I mean, it was right in the, towards the end of the school year. So it's always hit and miss how the kids are going to be because it's, they're ready to leave. And uh, he, he came in and gave him some great advice and told him about what he does and they really did enjoy him. I'm trying to think who else, if there's anybody we're, we're forgetting. Uh, Jenna Markwitz, Ontario yep. County Jenna, District yep. Attorney's she Office. She came out this semester. Another Wayne grad. Yep. I mean, with Bob's, Bob's got great connections of being able to get out these people. With Wayne grads, we are able to to bring in. I mean, Wayne, Wayne Central actually has a, a wide range of people involved in the criminal law field. We have in our school um, two Wayne County sheriffs. They've came out and spoke separately multiple times, kind of share a little bit of what they do. So we've been able to do that. Um, we've had down in Wayne County, we talked to the canine sheriffs we saw some canine demonstrations they got to go in the jail so they got to see what life was like living in the wayne county jail um which was how is that um (laughs) it's always unique when we walk through you walk right through and you're you're there the prison the prisoners are behind the back and the glass and they're i'm assuming you have to go through security too right they like have to Check you, yeah. No cell phones brought in, no nothing, everything. I mean, we come by bus, so we don't have a lot of stuff to bring with us, but we have a guy who brings us around, so he'll kind of say, leave everything in the bus, come in, go through the metal detectors, you know, don't, they're going to, they're going to yell, they're going to wave, they're going to try to get your attention. The kids have always been great, and they actually always say that's one of their favorite parts. Really? Getting to see. I freaked out. They kind of are. Like, you can see them, like, if the glass is there, they kind of, like, they don't want to look and make eye contact, because the they're looking at them and they're we're pointing at them and the kids, some of them are looking back and trying to yeah. eye them up and others are avoiding all eye contact. Yeah. So, but it's been, it's been fun. It's been a cool, uh, it's been a cool experience to be able to start teaching this course this year and has, hope to make it better. Has there been any students that have come up and said like, oh, you know what? I never thought of this, but this might be a career that I want to look into. There have been. First semester, I got very lucky. First semester out of about 20-ish kids, I'd say before the class even started, about 10, 10 to 12 said, I want to do something in the law enforcement field, whether it's be a police officer, be a, a lawyer, be in the wide range, wide range of things. Last semester, beginning of the year, maybe two. By the end of the year, after getting all the guest speakers in and hearing some more people, I think we were up to about six or eight. Wow. So it was nice to see a couple of them hear a little bit more of what they could do and change their mind. That's got to be a big difference for you. Only so many, everybody has to take history classes or social study classes. You get every student, but these kids are there because they want to be. And then a significant portion of them, it may change the course of their life. 
which is good. And that's what I like about it. So I try to try to tell them, let's get as many experiences as you guys can, because there's so much you can do in the law field. You know, so one of the interesting things I've talked to Jay while he's been teaching the class and then the teacher who taught it before is we get in there and we tell stories about whether it's Mike Dollinger talking about signing search warrants or Jen Morales talking about doing a criminal investigation undercover or, or something like that. And you start talking to the kids and they just start talking. And it's a more, we do kind of a Socratic method where we're talking and trying to give hypotheticals and examples. And all of a sudden you see these kids talking and they're really engaged and they forget where they are and they forget they're in school. And it's like how it's supposed to be. And, you know, the teacher will tell me after the fact, you know, you had Johnny talking the whole class. Johnny hasn't talked in three weeks. Um, and it's the type of class, maybe they're not great students. Maybe they're not the best at math or English or whatever, but some of the kids that excel in this class because they care about it or because it's interesting or whatever, maybe it's, it's a little bit different opportunity for some of the kids that aren't going to graduate in the top 10 of the class. Yeah, and I think that's the thing with it being an elective kids for the most part want to be in it it's there's a couple that they need classes so they're saying it seems interesting i'll do it and some of them really want to take criminal law and so it is it is good i mean i can remember one kid offhand that he didn't really wasn't overly engaged and you were there one of the days and he didn't stop talking he was asking questions he was asking follow-up questions he was making comments when you were doing things and it was Awesome to see this kid. I mean, I don't think he's a kid who's going to get involved in the in the criminal law field in any manner. But I think it was just great to see him with so much interest about what was going on. I mean, maybe he will. You never know. Well, that's what the importance of these types of classes are, is to engage the students in things outside of math, history, like your normal courses. Yeah. Yeah. See if it's something that they want to pursue later. It was good. I mean, even like with the, some of the guest speakers, when you guys were coming back, they, I had students from first semester, I had some students who weren't even in my class asking to come to the guest speakers because they, oh, I heard this person's good. I'm going to come and I want to come and be in there with them. So, I mean, I had a couple of my people who came back to do that as well and just kind of came into the classroom because they, oh, hey, Mr. King's coming back in and I'm going to, I want to come and come and listen to him this time. So, so what are, I know you're writing curriculum for next year for the class, and it's something that I, I know you personally, you're always going to try to continue to improve whatever you're working on. What's your uh, ideas and thoughts for next year? So today was more just kind of trying to feel out what I'm going to do with Did it. Did Bob make the cut for next year? Yeah, <laughs> we're going to let, let him come back. Okay. <laughs> we're going to let Bob come back and, and Jerry too. I think we had, you know, they, they loved Jerry's story. Jerry's, Jerry took the roundabout way, and they loved that. Like, they loved that it was like... What do you mean? To get to, to, get to where he is today. Okay. And they just loved that he was like, yeah, try this, try that. Don't be afraid to try something. And they, it was, you know, they like it best when they, they come in and they tell their story, and they kind of personalize it. And the kids kind of realize you didn't have to come out of high school and want to go immediately into what you do in life. And right. if you, you don't, you know, you try something, you don't like it, you try something, you don't like it. Same thing was with Todd. Todd Gasella was the same way. He was like, I, I did this first, and then I did this, and then I did this. And that, the, that really identifies with the kids, and I think they realize well, that. Bob, didn't you want to be a history teacher? Right, it's funny. Could I, you imagine? <laughs> Could you see him? He didn't bring me <laughs> along know. with him. I should have gone with him over to, <laughs> to Syracuse. And, uh, yeah, we were both in those history classes together at Fisher. Well, I think it's really funny that Todd and Jerry both 
taught in the class. So, so they graduated together from Wayne Central, I think class of 2003, if I recall. I think so, yeah. And um, so they were freshmen when we were seniors in high school. So now you have Todd, one of the top prosecutors in New York State, and you have Jerry, you know, hopefully one of the top defense attorneys. They're, they were friends. They were classmates, colleagues. They, they, I mean, there's not that many high-level attorneys in Western New York. So here you have two of them, and they happen to go to Wayne Central together 20 years ago, and now one's on the defense and one's on the prosecution. And, uh, you know, I think they still... Yeah, have a have a really good relationship and yeah. uh, go against each other, and they're both talking in your yeah. They both come into my class. class. And it's interesting when these. I mean, because we do, we get some people who come in that, like you said, they might be in a in a courtroom against each other, but they they come in, they talk about everything what they do, and I think that's what the students like as well is that they realize it's it's not. They they think a lot of these relationships are personal. Like if you're going to go in against Todd, that there's going to be like this. Oh, you're going to leave and not be. You're going to be mad at Todd. They like that. You know what? Bob's he goes in and they com- they compete in the courtroom and then they leave and they're friends and they can still talk and still communicate. And I think for them to see that again, they're 17, 18 year old kids, so they're they're still learning those things. But I think that's that's definitely something that's also a cool thing that they get to see when you guys all do come in. That you guys do all know each other and are able to get along. Like keep it separate, yeah. Yes. Like come in, do your work, and then leave. Yeah. yeah. The last time I was out there, we talked with the kids for a while, and another interesting thing about what we do in the criminal world or or the civil world actually is, uh, you know, how we do compete with people and then have to maintain a relationship with them because you keep going up against them, and just because your case is better today, we're well, gonna have another case tomorrow, and their case might be better than you. Uh, I think of it kind of like playing sports when you're growing up and we keep playing the same kids from age five to 18. We played against Pell Mac. Yep. Sometimes we win, sometimes they win. Yep. And by the time we were 20, 25 years old, we combined our teams and we would play together Yep. and they were our friends. Yep. No, I think that's good. They do like that. And I think a lot of my, I mean, a lot of my guys who really enjoyed the classes, a lot, a lot of my soccer guys that I coached the soccer team over at Wayne and a lot of them, we're coming into to the classes and want to come into the classes. And, you know, like you said, I think the whole competition idea is what, what really drives a lot of them to possibly say, Hey, I think I could do this. I think it would be nice. Cause you, they look at it as going to the courtroom as like a competition. I think a lot of the, the attorneys that I know that are successful were involved in sports and in our firm, every single attorney we have played college sports yeah. and it's, you're used to competing, but not getting freaked out by the competition. Yeah. You're, you're used to competing and still, maintaining a certain level of rules in the competition where if you never played any sports or you didn't compete in anything and then at 25 years old you say i'm gonna go compete in the courtroom you probably don't thrive at it yeah Yeah, i mean i definitely i definitely think that's a great thing that's where it's you know it's it's a cool profession that you get to do that and i think that's that's what does draw some of my younger students into doing that and you know, so I, thinking back now, you did ask me originally about what was I what was I looking to change for the course. I, based on what the, I, I try to ask a lot of what the students, what do they like? What do they want to do differently? What do they want to see differently? And, you know, kind of make the class fit what they are interested in. And a couple of them said they want to know more about some, like you said, recent court cases. What are some bigger court cases that we can talk about? Can we do looking into some of these things? Can we understand why they happened? And so we're going to hopefully bring in some of those, um, some of the... They wanted they want to do a mock trial. 
They actually said, maybe Mr. King can help us with a mock trial. We can have him come in and kind of help us, you know, with some, what would we do? What do, who do we need? And I said, it would, it would be a pretty big undertaking to be able to do it, especially because we only meet for 40 minutes. I said, but uh, we could try to make something work where we, we find some way to prep for it and then maybe do, whether it's a couple classes or however that's going to go. But they said, you know, that's something they really would like to be able to try to do. Get all the different pieces from the court. And yeah, and the, it's hard to do. The, the 40 minutes yeah. is a challenging window yeah. that we have right now. Yeah. Uh, but that's the hard thing to convey to these guys. So much of what we do as attorneys is revolved around evidence, and they yes. don't really understand what evidence is. Yep. They understand blood on the ground is evidence, and they understand yeah. text messages are evidence. But to to do a mock trial it's about the evidence and it's about the investigation that happened before you go into the courtroom yeah. and that's not easy to convey to a young attorney much less to a high school kid who doesn't know the words no but what if you did it in a way where it was like murder mystery parties you know and you have to kind of see how the crime unfolds and if yeah. you start with something like that and then you're like okay move forward to the trial yeah. they already have an understanding of the different things that have happened prior and then how to gather evidence. Create like the, yeah. the, what they did wrong. Right. Classes, the story. classes prior. And then now we move into the, okay, let's remember what we did. Yes. And now let's have, you know, the law, the law side of things and bring in the, the, the trial. Yeah. So we could see it would be, it would be fun. It would be a big undertaking. Multiple, I mean, multiple visits from Bob, which obviously being very busy. It doesn't, you know, coming two, three days in a row is not going to be something that we could do unless I can just say, Hey, let's, let's take the kids for two hours, take yeah. them out of class. And we're all just going to, we're going to do this for two hours and they're going to miss a little bit of class, but it's well worth it for them. Right. So. Anything else? I guess just to close up, Jay, thanks so much okay. for what you do for our, our youth. And I think it's wonderful that you're, you don't have to teach this class you can teach social studies and take the easy way out, but you, I know you're putting a ton of effort into doing a great job for the young people um, in our community. And I think it's just really, really good. Thanks for coming and explaining to us. We're gonna put it out here in the next week or two, and hopefully some of the people in the community hear this and you know, maybe a few more kids get involved and, and take the class. That's a win for us. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me out. and. Uh, it's nice. I mean, we, we got, like you said earlier, got a couple great lawyers already from Wayne Central before we had a criminal law class. So think about kind of making it even better. How much could end up with even more? It is interesting, and I'll kind of close with this. A lot of the really good criminal attorneys are from the country. Um, the guys that I respect, uh, Bree always knows my favorites, James Nobles, yep. Christy, uh, Christina Carley, Judge Kitty now. Um, from the country, but I think there's a, you know, criminal law is about hard work and finding the evidence and telling a story in a way, and Judge Kitty would yell at me for saying a story, making the evidence um, consistent with what actually happened yeah. and delivering it to the people so they can understand it. Yeah. And there's something about being raised in the country that you have a humbleness yeah. and a lot of the top trial attorneys are from the country and, yeah. and I don't know if that's just coincidental here or just in general the, uh, from around here the, the top trial attorneys a lot of the top trial attorneys that practice around Rochester in, in the seventh judicial district 
many of them grew up very uh, more in the country than than in the city. And that, there's some exceptions. Like suburban into country. Yeah. Yeah. There's some exceptions to that, but it's it's interesting how a lot of them. I wonder uh, what the connection is. I mean, there's probably. Well, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's just you raise a certain way to work hard, and it's about the the facts and the evidence, and that's how you grow up and talk to people. So, like I talk about where we grew up, and you had people who commuted commuted to Rochester, Xerox, um, Kodak, whatever the high dollar jobs were, and you had really rural people who worked on farms, and that's who we went to school with, and there was this huge spectrum of people who lived on the lake who had a lot of money and people who had been in the town of Ontario for a hundred years and didn't have a lot of money. And growing up in a place like that, you make your friends based off of character and based off of common interest. And you learn, I think, to talk to people at all ends of the spectrum where if you grow up, everybody's really poor, you're scared of people with money. And if you grow up, everybody's really rich, you don't know what to do with poor people. Right. So I, I think we had a nice mix of that as kids and, yeah. And so it's something you're grateful for, the, yeah, the yeah, way that yeah, I think they're you were raised and brought up in. 